Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, I'm Don Maeda, joined by Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, and Michael Antonovich on the phone. And it is the Monday after the Oakland Supercross Round 2, rescheduled Round 2 of the Monster Energy Supercross Series. And also the Monday after the 8th Annual Mini Major presented by Seven, which eighth. is... 8th. Uh, 8th. Eighth. Eighth. Can wow. you believe that? Eight of them. Yeah, it was like nine years ago. Craig Davis was on the uh, hill at Kui with me. He's like, come over here. Look at, look at, look at all those 50s. <laughs> and uh, he said, we need to do a race just for kids. But <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, it was pretty badass. We had like 900 entries. Holy cow. 900 entries. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with uh, Glenn Helen. Like, really? I mean, obviously, the mini major is gaining momentum and growing mm-hmm. and becoming a series of its own. I think we have four this year. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, Glen Helen, Glen Helen brings it in. People want to race that track with the big hills. and yeah. Even if their kids can barely go through a corner, they want to send them up the hill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't, they didn't send all the classes up the hill. Right, right. Yeah, but still. <laughs> was, it, yeah. was it like a mini hill or was it like a normal? No, the no normal it was a normal hill. size hill. Yeah, wow. but like the electric classes and some of the peewees and some of the like lower skilled 65 classes, I think, didn't use the hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Saturday, I was there shooting start shots video. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to get these 50 guys. They're the electric guys. And I'm standing on the side of the track and I'm filming. And all of a sudden, they're like, I'm like filming. I'm like, they're coming like straight at me. What the heck? <laughs> And they came straight at me, but they all missed me. Oh, yeah? But I was in the middle of the go-around for the hill. <laughs> oh. And I didn't realize it. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I could have got mowed down by some electric 50s. <laughs> There's a guy, one of the parents got mowed down yesterday. Wow. He was like crying in the side-by-side. <clears throat> was it because of the reroute? No, I don't think so. It was one of the 65 glasses or something. Mm. I just saw the medic rig take him off the track. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so Oakland, Anton, how was it? It was fun. Um, I mean, don't don't lie to us. You know Oakland wasn't fun. I mean, that's what I was getting to. Like, I only went from the San Francisco airport to the Spring Hill Suites next to the Oakland airport and then the stadium. Uh, and then I went back to the airport. That was it. So there is no running around like that. And, like, anybody that knows me knows, like, I want to go see what's around there and go to dinner somewhere else. And I ate at the hotel restaurant because yeah. I wasn't getting my car window busted. Yeah. yeah I mean, who was it? AC that got busted right away. Yeah. And then there was <laughs> another one that RC posted. It, it wasn't his uh, uh, rental car, but Barsha, Barsha's motor home and truck <gasps> that was hooked up next to it at a different hotel that like, I think 90% of the pits stay at that thing got hit on Thursday. Oh night. no. Yeah, Dahmer the busted the window out. Barsha's yeah. Dutch star got hit, busted out. See, <laughs> Dahmer's crying. So this is no, I think it was the pickup truck. Oh no, oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Well, this yeah, is I, this is my issue with with Oakland, right? We, you know, we travel to. See, I mean, I understand that they get the venue for free. Like I, I get that one hundred percent for like, free. Yeah, it's like a dollar or something. Is what I heard. They get it for like one dollar. They get paid to go there. So. Yeah, so it's it's nothing but it's just a profit for them, right? So, like I I understand that, but dude, like where we go through in the pits, like there's like motorhomes, people sleeping in their cars, like just homeless everywhere. It's just not. I I don't know. It's not safe for us to bring all of our freaking you know fancy stuff there. You know, like I mean, we have dirt bikes. I mean, there's people that have dirt bikes stolen. You know, their cars always being break broken into. Like all the I don't know. It's just. And, it, and and I feel especially like for privateers too that are driving up there in their own vans, you know, hey, if their bike gets stolen, like what do you, I don't know. Like I, I get that we have to go to Oakland, yeah, but can't we just find yeah. somewhere else? We got to go somewhere <laughs> else up north because obviously there's well, a great. We went to San Fran for, for well, years. Yeah, but 
I mean, what so, about high school and college, like, fields? Like, there's got to be something. <laughs> Dude, San Francisco was sick. I don't know why we don't go there anymore. Yeah, it was. It was It was pretty good. So, like, the uh, – I agree with a lot of that, A-Ring. Like, I agree with you full, full, fully on that. And I think, too, like, it sucks. It, and, like, I, I say this, like, feeling so bad for the people that live up there because it's got – I mean, like, dude, I like, let's straight up face it. I live in the murder capital of the country. Like, there is nothing good that gets said about St. Louis 95% of the time. You know what I mean? And yeah. you guys feel the same way when you guys come here. And it's a bummer for me because, like, this is my hometown and I want people to see the good parts of it, but there's just some parts of it aren't, you know. And yep. so even on Friday, I was walking through the stadium and these two women that work there that run the suites and stuff like that were stocking it because the suites are full. You know, it's a great turnout that shows up at that race. And both of these women are telling me, like, how much they love when Supercross comes because the fans are so good and they have a great time and they love watching the racing and Dude, they were even telling me they were watching them try to set up their first race a couple weeks ago and just how much equipment was just stuck in the mud and just how funny it was. And they're like, it was nuts up here. And so it's, you know, there's a lot of people that really want that race to happen because it does bring jobs and all that to that stadium. But then in the weeks leading up to it, you know, there's billboards that show Supercross coming here. And let's like be straight up about it. We all look the same. We all dress the same. We're pretty easy to pick out. So if you saw a moto guy in the Oakland area down Higginberger Road where the gas stations and the hotels and getting to the stadium is Rock like me. You yeah, straight up. You, <laughs> we're all wearing the same shit. We all have team attire on where you know that something's in those cars. Like it's just a really, really unfortunate situation that something does have to get better about. Because like, dude, straight up, we all look alike. Yeah, we do. Around. So it is pretty easy to be like, okay, there's got to be something in that rental car or in that van or in that pickup truck, and then they just get smashed. Me and Chase last year, uh, the Starbucks that Dirt Shark got his stuff still on. <laughs> like, I didn't go to that Starbucks one time this year because I knew I'm by myself. As soon as I get out of my car, they're going to see like, okay, there's got to be <laughs> something in there, and then pop the window out of my, Dar my Dodge Challenger, and then it sucks. So, um, yeah, it, it's a bummer. And, you know, there's, I don't think any real easy way to go around it other than going to a new place, but then that's going to come with its own challenges of like finding the place to go, finding I, the dirt, finding yeah. a place with pits. Dude, the last year we went to Santa Clara, that was a private race. I feel like me and 45 other people watched that race, yeah. you know? <laughs> so like, what do you do? Yeah. And I feel like, I guess, I guess you're right too. Like we have to deal with this at, at several, several events. Like remember like Atlanta um yeah. speaking at oakland um st louis sometimes so i mean i feel like uh yeah i guess you're right anton maybe maybe we just need to deal with it a little bit but i just feel for some of these guys that do get their their shit broken into you know yeah what I mean? but i think there's other aspects about oakland that are also not so great like just looking at mathis's story and stuff the press box the roof is falling down like yeah the stadium's not in great shape like mm -hmm. yeah it's a horrible area but there's other aspects but it, yeah it sucks because I personally like watching the round on TV. I feel mm -hmm. like there's always good racing. The soil is always interesting, right? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we could do, really. You know what the gnarliest uh, Oakland thing for me was? is uh, You know my little pal Louise, the little half-Korean girl? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so her and her dad road-tripped up there in their, they have like a, 1970 Dodge van mm -hmm. that they've worked on a lot and built. They drove up, they rode club moto Saturday and then they already bought tickets to Oakland and they get to the stadium and the parking lot's full. Like they sold more tickets than the parking lot will hold. Mm -hmm. So he's like freaking out. Like, dude, I literally, he's like, he texted me. He's like, I literally just saw someone rolling wheels down the street. Like that they stole off of a car. <laughs> And so he parked at some remote parking lot that was super sketchy. And he's like, dude, what do I do? Like, I promised my kid I'm taking her to Supercross. But do we risk going? <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Do we risk going to the race and having everything stolen? So he laid the bikes down, put a blanket over them as a cable lock. Thank God everything was still there. But oh, well, yeah. I was like, dude, your shit's going to be gone when you get back. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I, I'll agree with Chase, too. I love that race. Like, yeah. I think of when it comes down to Oakland Supercross, like, 
I think of all the good times that we as a, a group have had up there, like me and Don, you know, going to Santa Cruz all over those times. Me and Dahmer and John Samanovich back in the days of Transworld, like going out and having fun in the city and stuff like that. Like so much good times have happened there. And that's a core crowd that loves moto. Like they're into it, dude. If you knew how many times I got stopped on Saturday where people wearing swap moto live hoodies, like they definitely deserve a race up there. It just yeah. has to go somewhere. And yeah. I understand why we go to the Coliseum because it's just out of convenience and, and everything like that. You know, it's been there since 2011 for every Supercross since then, the last 12 years, minus one year. Uh, you know, so it does have a place, but it's just, it's not the place anymore, man. It just, it really isn't. Mm. How do you guys think that the LA Coliseum is going to be similar? <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. even that when we went for the press event, the announcement, I mean, yeah, there were parts that were clean, but yeah, I don't know. Just under the freeway right there is a little overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah, I mean, like you said, Anton, like, and, and Chase as well, I feel like Oakland always produces good racing. Totally. Always. I don't know what it is about like the atmosphere or if it's the dirt or I don't know. Just like I think the guys just want to get out of there maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> just trying like hell just to get out Go of there. Fast, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the track itself was a a vicious, vicious thing this weekend. I feel. Were, like. were you looking at the track layout, going, "I'm okay missing this one"? <laughs> yes, I mean, dude. That curved rhythm section. Yes and no. Um, I don't know. I've ri- I've raced Oakland whenever it was like that. Maybe even worse a little bit. I think in 2000. Uh, Shoot, it was 2016 or 17. I remember I was on a Husky, and in the main event, the track was so bad. Like, we were cutting down, cutting down, cutting down. All the way across the track was just ruts. I remember, like, seat bouncing the triple out of the corner, but, like, with my feet off the foot pegs because, like, that's how gnarly the ruts Oof. were. Like, just, just so my feet wouldn't, like, drag yeah. going up the face. Like, it, um, yeah, I've raced Oakland a lot of times where it was uh, very, very ruddy like that. But, I mean, it... <sighs> It's tough. It's sketchy, but everyone has to race the same track. So I mean, the struggles that I'm having, pretty much everyone's having. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit. You know, it it um those the guys who can hang it out a little bit more can like kind of ride the edge and deal with that. I feel like excel. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean the track this weekend uh, i would not have liked to write written it in practice because the whoops looked gnarly they looked very very gnarly and that dragon's back all day yeah i, it I was think funny uh, to see go ahead anton sorry chase go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say in the news break i believe josh hill told you how cool the track was now he thought like the track map looked and i'm just glad that we actually got to see racing on it <coughs> yeah. you know with no yeah. water or anything because yeah between the whoops the dragon back that quad after the finish that Volan uncorked and then the, the double over table that Webb did in the main, like the track was sick. It was, I've it been was riding cool. that layout for like the past like three months because that's the bottom track at Yamaha. That's, <laughs> Is it right? Yeah, it's the replica. Did it, did it have the curved thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's so, right before so, the triple. Okay, so the curved rhythm section, right? Yeah. When you're racing it and you're like changing lines to try to pass on or, or you know, try something different, if you're further one side, you have to hit it harder than the other side, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I mean, it's not to the T the same as the one at Yamaha, but um, but yeah, in that rhythm section, they were doing a couple different rhythms. They were three and all the way through, and then I think once the turn went away, they were cutting down and going two, three, three. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of different ways to go through that turn. Mm-hmm. Some guys were like doubling all the way through and jumping over the face, and then i seen like McAdoo, I think in the last practice, he was singling out. And yeah, then hitting scrubbing. the triple, yeah, sick. yeah, that was cool. And then other guys just doubling all the way through. But that last double had a had a kicker on it, so that's kind of why I think that McAdoo and then we're going over that and singling. And then uh, yeah, there there was just a lot, and people were singling early, mm-hmm. I think too. Um, so yeah, I mean there was a lot of different ways to go through that turn. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the track had a lot of options. Um, even that rhythm before the before the finish line. Um, in practice, I was like, eh, like, it looks like there's only one way to go through it. And then uh, I seen Jet start to three on. I'm like, okay, yeah. And then, um, and then yeah, they're in the main Cooper Webb just going all the way over the table. Mm-hmm. And I seen on the 
the track one of the track builders instagram he said that they were prepping that all day so someone could go all the way over it i guess that's sick coop was i mean i wasn't there so i can't i can't really tell you if he was the only one that did it but yeah i mean that was that was something very cool because if you think about it it's super smart because no one was hitting that line all day so there was no ruts where he was hitting it mm-hmm. is that why you're wearing the hat i'm just a cooper i'm just a cooper web fan man like hey hey so I texted him yesterday. I was like, hey, dude. Because I think on the broadcast or maybe on Anton's news break, yeah. he was, I heard him say like he's been in California testing and has some more to do. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, if you're in town, we come to a show. And he's, aha, he wrote back. And he's like, I'm, I'm actually back in Florida, but I'll be back. We could do it the Monday after Seattle. He goes, can I have Alex as the host? <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I got to do some more homework then. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but no, like, going back to coop like i want this is this is where i'm at like this is why i wore the hat today the dude was off pace all day in practice everything he just didn't have the speed in the whoops didn't have it but he just kept clawing his way back in that main event i mean he was 13 seconds down at one point and for him to be on eli's ass that last lap Mm -hmm. to make almost make a pass for the win dude i can't explain to you how hard that that is like that dude clawed his way back. He's just a man on a mission, I think. Mm. And I think him doing that is giving him more confidence. And I feel like that's dangerous going into the East coast because that's where he excels. I feel like in a more softer condition with ruts, like, and I think like his ability to cut down and stay tight in the corners. I think that's going to be, that's going to be good once we get mm-hmm. to somewhere like, uh, like Indianapolis or something like that with a smaller floor. Um, I think, I think he's right where he wants to be. And yeah. especially like if if I'm Coop, like I'm like, all right, like I'm in this. Yeah, I know Eli, he's won a lot of the races this year. Um, you know, but I think if I'm Coop, I'm like, hey, I'm in it this year. This is the most we've seen him in it in the past couple of years. So yeah. Um and seven points isn't a lot at this point in the it, and it's not. And with with the mistakes that Chase Chase keeps making, I think he, he kinda has that covered. And I just think that that if he picks off another win, I think he's going to get on a roll. Mm-hmm. You know, one time uh, I was interviewing Coop. We were at Starbucks, and I was just like, what's one word that defines you? Like, can you pick one word? Demon. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. And he's what do you think? And I said, scrapper. He's like, oh, I like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's like I mean, Kimbo Slice. It, he's gnarly. Like, he, yeah. he just always finds – he always has, like, reserves to dig deep into, you know? Yeah. And he yeah. adapts so well to during the race to the lines are being used, and it's just yeah, yeah. it's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Chase Sexton, are these mistakes? Or is it is it him? Is it the bike? It's the same I mean, kind of thing I, I would, every single it's always, time. It's always the front end. Yeah, front always. End. Yeah, and if you look closely at the at the Honda, um, they did they did a little bit of framework um, on that bike. They they're adding material. You, so like I guess the rule is you can't. Take material remove, off. You can't, you can't make the bike lighter. Yeah, you can't remove material, but you can add. Yeah. So um, I've looked, you know, just down in the tunnel, just looked at his bike, whatever. It it does look like they have some added material on the front too, but that that Honda, you know, for him, I think he's just such like a strong rider, and he's like, I don't know, he works. I don't know how to say it, like his riding style, like he's so like over the front of the bike. Yeah. He's so proper, like he's so locked in with it that I think that he puts a lot of pressure on that front wheel. And I think sometimes it just gets away from him, right? So um, I, if I'm him, I'm frustrated 100%. Like, we all know he is. Um, I think it's a little bit of both, though. Um, you got to know the bike that you're riding, you know what I mean? And I feel like it's weird. If you go back and watch him on that lap, the lap that he crashed, mm-hmm. he messed up in the whoops. Mm-hmm. He almost nose-picked himself over the dragon's back. Yep. And then he made another mistake. I don't know if it was in the rhythm section or in the second set of whoops before that. So he was that was already in his head. He's like, okay, all right, don't crash, don't crash, don't crash. And I think that's why he crashed because yeah. he was thinking about it too much. He goes over the finish line. He jumps right, right there and then just kind of whoop, mm-hmm. boom. Dude, he helicoptered off that jump. It's like right? every time his front end goes, his rear end snaps around so fast. Mm-hmm. So it's fast. So fast. It's yeah, Dude, it's, it, remember last year, his front end folded at that one race so gnarly, like the, mm-hmm. the wheel just went. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. if we watch the crash from Tampa, like it, the, it's the same crash. Same thing, and the rear end just like spit out. It's like a. It's like his uh, throttle's wide open all of a sudden, and just gets some dirt and just. It's yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I don't know. that you. I'm glad that you brought that up, A-Ray, because that was the same thing that I thought after all of it. Like, as I watched the crash happen on the replay, I'm like, oh, dude, it's same crash. It's the same crash as ever. And, yeah. I, I mean, I think it is a pretty good split of, like, is it all on Chase or is it the bike, too? And I think that, you know, there's a lot of people that are saying, oh, it's just Chase, it's just Chase. It's a little bit of both, I think. It's a little bit of both because his dad and then he spent a lot of time at the end of the night just talking to the team about like, Hey, what, what could we do? You know, I saw his dad talking to one of the main engineers from Japan, just discussing like what's going on and not in a bad way, not in like a confrontational way, but just like, Hey, where are we at? And then Chase pretty much picked up the same conversation after he did hours your weekend with them. And mm -hmm. so they know, you know, even for all of the rigidity that they've added to that chassis to make him ride it that way, you know, it still has that same problem. It, it, dude, even yeah. last year, he would crash the same way last year where it would just, like, get nervous and then just kick all the way around and do a 270. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what it did. Yeah, so, like, th that's where I'm at with it. You know, like, yes, it's on him a little bit if you watch, like, some of his other mistakes. But for the most part, the past two years, it has been the exact same tr same crash. And he has, mm -hmm. he's vocally, I mean, he said it. He's like, I don't know if he's said much about it, but I'm I know that he's a little worried about like the front end being a little soft yeah. on, on the, like not the fork, like the action of it, but like the, the chassis, mm -hmm. the frame, the way it bends, the way it flexes. Um, so, okay. You rode a Honda last year. Yep. I had some of those crashes. From I felt the, it. From the yeah. front end being so, so on the Honda, it, it's weird with the chassis. The, I feel like the rigidity of the bike is in the middle, like right above the shock where that big ass piece of freaking, <laughs> frame is you know what yeah, i mean yeah but if you look at the head tube all of, in the frame it's like super skinny it's not like it doesn't have like a thick material up there and that's where the all the flex is and it's in the front end but in the middle of the bike it's so rigid i think that's that's the battle that they're fighting hmm. i would agree with that I, I would agree with that a lot just because um Anybody that's even ridden the Honda, like if you've ridden a production Honda, you know how different that bike feels and, and the way that it is. So I could only imagine pushing it to that limit. And then when you modify it as much as they have, just with bigger fork lugs, you know, mm -hmm. bigger fork tubes, it's all these things. I mean, them doing what they're doing and pushing that bike to the limit, both mechanically, but then physically with Chase's speed. Yeah, that's a whole different scenario than I think anybody has hit it. Mm -hmm. uh, something a couple years ago uh, when he was at Geico, him and Kenny really shared a lot of information with each other. And that stopped uh, at some point in time. And then Chase has been off on his own because they have two different riding styles. But you have to wonder how much thought does he really have on this bike? And like, what are they working on? And like, how close are they to like having that breakthrough moment? Because his program is a lot different than I think a lot of other people may think it is like you know he doesn't really have a riding coach he's just got his dad it's not like he's got some trainer looking over his shoulder all the time like everybody else does um there's a there's a lot there and even after he crashed on saturday night i'm like fuck dude does does he ride this bike much more after this year or not like is yeah. it gonna become that breaking point where he's like i can't do this anymore i have to go somewhere else yeah yeah and, and I, I mean, Mathis has said it on his show numerous times about where he's going to, you know? Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't really want to get into that, but, I mean, it's just, yeah. And I, that's not a knock on anybody. No, it's honest. not, like, no. It's not at all, because he's not the first guy that's had a problem with, like, this new no. style of bike. I mean, this even goes back to... 2009 when they went away from the super stable crf 450r the best motorcycle I, I still best talked motorcycle about to this ever. day the 2008 2007 2008 crf 450 it was it, yeah. yeah and then after that <laughs> dude <laughs> you know they, they missed I, the mark <laughs> i think i, I broke a before, lot of visors in 09 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I not everybody can oh yeah sorry about that sorry eric but uh even like 09 IT like hot sauce came off the track and he was riding right by my brother and I, and he told Frankie, like, I can't ride this bike. This thing is just nuts. <laughs> and, uh, 
I think that that's still like a pretty general consensus on how nimble that thing is. Like it takes a certain kind of guy to make that thing work. Oh yeah. I, I remember I, Davey still talks about it to this day. He's like, dude, he's like, I don't know what they did to that motorcycle. Remember the only person that liked that bike was shorty. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, I was telling Davey one day, um, I was like, yeah, Shorty liked that bike. He's like, yeah, was, he was the only one. <laughs> 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 we all can't be like the Blue Crew, bro, and just, you know, get it first try. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of people are making a big deal about Eli's fifth, right? Mm-hmm. He seemed kind of irritated with the questions. And then, the, oh, yeah. I think in your in your news break, Anton, you're all, well, I know everybody's asking the same question. I'm not going to ask you, but how was that fifth? <laughs> yeah i i like straight up because michael and Lindsay had just interviewed him right before that and mm-hmm. then i had said it last week when i was at the airport on sunday morning that ricky gilmore was like oh yeah we have a lot of work to do this week now like yeah. i can tell that i'm in for a big test and that's what it was so Lindsay had known that as well so he just kept hammering eli about this test session and eli i guess wasn't really trying to flex too much on it like give Mm-hmm. give up any details and so then when it was my turn to interview him i'm like all right i know i gotta ask this one thing and he said the same thing five times by now so hey can you just hit it and then we'll just move on to something else because he just doesn't want to rehash the same thing but even then like you could tell that he just wanted to get to saturday on friday yeah. like he was ready to go he was ripping on press day oh my and gosh. i noticed this in the first practice that they did he locked onto chase's rear wheel and never let chase go anywhere you know, he followed him. And I asked Jason, how was your weekend? If he could tell, and he said, no, but, uh, Eli had like the determination to get that bike good and make up for the lost time mm-hmm. from last weekend. And then he had to deal with everyone asking him about the, the records. Mm-hmm. So from oh. one annoying question to the next, unfortunately, <laughs> dude, how burly was he in the whoops though? Yeah. Like, Dude. Full bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Just, it was it was great to see him bounce back and like. Yeah. Well, I don't even want to say bounce back just because he had off weekend. You know? I mean, it was a well. Fifth, I think right? well. Yeah. I mean, and you know this big test and I and the one thing I think it was was you know they haven't really had that bike um, on a like very very like hard pack slick condition yet. You know, mm-hmm. um, everywhere that we've ridden, I feel like has been pretty tacky for the most part. Um, and, you know, that weekend in Tampa, whenever it was slick, he just felt a bit uncomfortable. So that was one of the things that I seen on Instagram, uh, like first, right when he got back from Florida, back into California, he he went to Noah Viney's house. And it, you guys know, Noah Viney, his Supercross track has the most hard packed, slick, shitty. Oh, it was, <laughs> I mean, it's not shitty, but like it's, it's you know. It's different. It's different. Yeah. yeah it's like moon dirt yeah, over there. Yeah. It's super hard packed. So, and I, I think... Um, I think, yeah, with that big test that day, you know, I think they, they learned a lot about the motorcycle on a harder pack condition, but, you know, they probably went back to base for Oakland, right? So, um, yeah, this this weekend at Oakland, like when the track's like super ruddy and just nasty, like, yeah, I mean, Eli, he's just a bulldog, right? So mm-hmm. it was just awesome to watch just how he just, like, I was watching – um because I'm a fan of the sport. I know I wasn't there, but I was locked in the whole weekend. I, I played Pulp MX Fantasy. Like, I watched every <laughs> video on YouTube. Um, you know, I watched, you know, Anton's videos that he posted um, for, like, the raw clips mm. on Friday from press mm-hmm. day. And, dude, holy cow. Like, I know it didn't go the way on um, race day, but on press, after the finish line, they just shot back down the start straight. And dude, it's like he w- had his bike wound up around that turn. Just whoa! I'm like, holy shit! Like, dude, he's just blowing all the dirt off the back of the berm. I thought that was just so sick. Like, just watching him ride is amazing. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of the hard back conditions where that bike needs to be better in the remaining races, what's the most hard pack venue? Is it Salt Denver? Denver. Oh yeah, Denver. Denver is going to be the most hard pack. So where do we go? Dallas is going to be tacky. It used to be hard pack. You remember back in the day, mm-hmm. sucked. Mm-hmm. But uh, but now they have they have better dirty Dallas, um, Indy Soft, uh, Daytona. He's probably gonna win there. Um, yeah, I think yeah, just Denver. Denver, but hard, Salt Lake has a potential. To be yeah, Salt Lake too. does. Yeah. How's uh, Nashville dirt? Actually, yes, Nashville is marbly and slick. Yeah. 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 
I remember. But it, it had a little bit of a soft softness to it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I agree with you, A-Ray. But, like, then the Dallas stuff is, is weird because it still does get hard packed. Like it still yeah. gets like weird slick. It's not, it, it breaks in and gets rough and everything, but then there's those dry flat corners where you're just like, Oh, it's concrete right there. Wow. Yep. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, I think too, you know, after Tampa where they expected it to be like an East coast race and it wasn't, you know, because look at the Anaheim races were pretty soft and good. San Diego was a mud race in a way that was the first hard pack race that we've had. And it's in the place that you don't expect it expect like lush ditch in florida sandy clay and it just didn't come that weekend mm-hmm. but yeah i think i think by the time even they get to colorado he will have gone home by then too so he will have ridden on pretty similar mountain dirt so they should have the bike better there then hmm. so what else in the 450 class was a surprise <clears throat> ap yeah kind AP. of backing it up right i mean fourth you know, again it looked like all day it looked like jason got a little bit winded in that main Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny, something happened. Yeah, I mean, he didn't go down, but he just dude, he, he might have just got, yeah. He may, oh, he, I think he faded. Yeah, yeah. but uh, damn, dude, hey, Barsha was aggressive, dude. <laughs> dude, who dude, so okay, put so, AC on the ground and who else? Uh, Nichols, 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 yes. and then Dino and Nichols had a had a good um, battle there for a bit. Yeah, Dean's mm. speed in the beginning of the main was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was riding really good, and I think. Um, Nichols got him back and then kept moving forward. Savachi, another good one. I thought, you know, he was going to have a rough day after his practice crash, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, he had a, he's been solid. Does, mm-hmm. can, can he keep racing? Cause he was only going to do eight. eight. Yeah. Uh, he had told me after Tampa that they weren't going to, and then Mathis had said that they were. And then on Steve's show, like the recap show, he said that they're not now. So I think it's been on again, off again. But Joey's in to stay with Rick Ware for World Supercross. He mm. did announce that last weekend. Oh. Anton, did you talk to uh, Cianciarillo for how was your weekend? I didn't. He bailed. Because oh. it was funny because when Barsha knocked him down, it looked like he when he was getting up, he was like, oh, I knew that was coming. Yeah. He like wasn't even <laughs> yeah. fired up, you know? Yeah. But. Uh, Adam was I – had, I wanted to talk to Adam, and I was surprised that he had left so quick. But even during the first time qualifying session in the morning, that whoop section and then the, the tight kink turn up the dragon's back, I stood there and I think three laps in a row, you could hear him come through there just screaming because either somebody got in the way or he messed up the corner entry or exit or something trying to put in a heater. And I don't think he was the only guy that was getting so frustrated by not being able to just click off clean laps over mm-hmm. and over. But you could definitely tell that he was trying to go fast and it wasn't happening. And then he was in a great position and then he gets, you know, taken down by Justin. And I don't think that was like an overly dirty pass by Justin. It was just a Mm. typical pass in that spot. Um, But you just felt for Adam because he was right where he needed to be. And then just yanks the rug out from underneath him. Yeah. I don't think that that pass was like, I mean, Justin was going the same direction at least. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a, Super I mean, it was a good, it was honestly like it was a pretty good passing turn. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, if you could get a good run through those whoops, which a lot of people didn't, but if you could better than the guy that you were trying to pass, you could square him up in that corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I'm assuming you didn't get Roxon, right? No. Um, he, he bailed pretty quick and then he just seemed frustrated because he was strong in the beginning of it. And then it just went away. But then, you know, he's off factory connection stuff. Now they have another suspension tuner that was there this weekend. He's Uh, off. Oh yeah. Yeah, He's he's already off of it. He's already off. Oh yeah. It's back to just show what stuff tuned by somebody else. So they're trying something. Uh, McElrath had said that the test session continued until last week in Florida. So like him, Chisholm and Kenny were all riding together. I'm sure there's going to be more work happening this week down there too. But yeah, they're still chasing to try to figure out what's gonna make that bike like breakthrough for Ken. Yeah, what do you guys think about Ken now from this point on? Like before the season started, I was like, he's gonna win one of the first three. It won't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he won Anaheim one. I was saying that. I th- but like I think now, I think that window of opportunity for him to win has passed. I think I told you on Friday he's that- won in St. Louis, so I'm gonna wait for St. Okay. Louis. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think, dude, honestly, the last thing 
they're left to do with him and that bike is just get him KYB. <laughs> yeah, honestly. You, you know what I mean? Like they're changing so much like stuff. They're cha- This is his third suspension guy he's on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that I mean that's honestly that's the next thing to do, right? I mean, if or go in the closet and get the old Olin stuff. <laughs> yeah, they got Olins there, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I I mean I, I don't know. It's tough for me to say. I, I don't know what's going on over there. All I can say is like, it, I mean, props to the team for freaking doing all this for him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're giving him everything that he needs. Yeah. I think uh, Friday when you and I talked about it, I said maybe a triple crown. But mm-hmm. I feel like Saturday made me even more confused because in the heat he won and he looked fine. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Unless I think they're they chasing they're chasing the bike. Like I think they're trying to get the bike to work in the main event, right? That's yeah. where it's most important. That's where it needs to work. But this past weekend, that fucking main event, you might as well just put some outdoor shit on your bike. No. I mean, no, not really, but <laughs> still, like that, that that track was sketchy. So I don't know how you set a motorcycle up for that. Yeah, true. Because like for okay, so. For whenever the track gets that way, you want a very, very stiff setting, right? Mm-hmm. Like for like the transitions, the way the ruts are. So like what happens is whenever you're in these transitions, you're grabbing ruts and everything, but the transitions get so tight and kicky. And sometimes the bike wants to like load and then unload. But whenever it unloads, it might deflect and go left or right. So whenever you have like a nice stiff setting, like it'll stay in the rut and not like unload in a different direction um so like you want to have like a super stiff setting but at the same time you have like with the dirt being soft everyone landing off of the jumps you have like these breaking bumps Mm. you know like coming into the corners like landing off the jumps so you want it to be plush right there and not super rigid to where your hands fucking blow off i don't know it's just weird i don't know (laughs) um let's take a quick break here from our sponsors back for more did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive Primer and Tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, gold valves. Hey, you've run gold valves before. I sure have. Yeah. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with dramatic 
drastically improve bottoming resistance and increase traction. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. So like when you had gold valves in your forks, mm-hmm. could you tell that they were there versus the non-gold valves? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah? could. Yeah. Yeah, so like whenever I was on Racetech, um, my wrists were bad, like very bad, right? So um, all the guys over at Racetech, you know, they, they knew the struggles I was having, right? And one of the struggles is like, hey, like I want to get my suspension stiff enough for Supercross, but at the same time, like I need it to be plush because I don't want my hands to blow off the handlebars. So, uh, you know, I mean, the guys, checkers, you know, Rob, everyone over at Racetech, they always went above and beyond for me whenever I worked with them. Mm-hmm. Um to help get me comfortable. It was good. There's a guy at the uh at the track yesterday. I was talking to him and he just got a new bike and he goes, Yeah, dude, I won a set of great race tech gold valves at at the race series when it was still Transworld and I got a coupon. <laughs> oh yeah. That's sick. I don't know. There's like some new law in California that that gift cards and coupons can't expire, right? But I was like, dude, oh Transworld, that's like four years, five years old. <laughs> you better redeem that sucker. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, um, 250 class, no surprises there at all, right? The biggest surprise for me was just the, I mean, was the fact that um, Pierce Brown wasn't on the podium. Dude. He had some unfortunate luck there with, uh, I mean, he made the pass. Yes, it was aggressive with McAdoo, but um, yeah, McAdoo pretty much just went to the top of that berm and stopped, yeah. you know, and just waited till he fell over. Um, he he was pretty um, pissed in the How Was Your Weekend with Anton there. Um, but, uh, I mean, if, if I'm him, I'm like, hey, man, like, it's coming. Like, like, And he said this, too, but I know it's coming because his speed is there. He's riding really good. If he stays off the ground, I think he'll have a good result in this last little, mm-hmm. little stretch there. But, yeah, I mean, he, he just, after that, too, he crashed all on his own once he – you know, yeah. past kitchen. So yeah. Bummer. Yeah. He was looking really good. It's funny before the season even started, Will Hahn was like, dude, there's no reason Pierce can't win. Right. Yeah. And, and it just hasn't gone his way. Um, it's just one of those years where like, you know, he's one of the fastest guys and he should be on the podium, but he's just making mistakes or, you know, he's getting caught up in carnage. Just, it's just a bummer. Well, uh, so I was watching the race with my wife and she goes, is that the is that the boy that's half Korean? I go, yeah. I go, he's ripping right now. Is that? And then when he fell, I was like, that's his white half. <laughs> 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 but uh, I don't know. So he was pissed, Anton. Oh, pissed. Yeah, because I Pierce was riding great, like straight up. Pierce was riding great all day, and he was, you know, catching Cameron and had done that. And then if you hear his How Was Your Weekend interview, I didn't see a replay of the crash, so I just knew that he had went down. And I'm like, hey, I didn't see the move, so how was it? And he goes, oh, 48's got one coming. He, he's got one coming. Oh. And then he goes, like, another step further. He's like, I could tell it was a Hail Mary move, that he was a little tired, because he held me up in the turn and waited for me to go down and then took off. Like I, He's like, bad on me to pass him the way I did and then leave the door open. But... Uh, He's very adamant that Cameron's got one coming. And then I asked Cameron like 20 minutes later, I didn't say like, yo, Pierce has got your number now. <laughs> but uh, oh, I was I like, hey, what, what was your take on the move? And he's like, oh, that was clean. That was good. That was whatever. I didn't think it was anything bad. And I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, well, Pierce is pissed at you right now. So <laughs> they'll figure that one out on their own. Somebody had said on the internet somewhere like, Pierce is the one that hurt Cameron at Paula at some point in time. So maybe that was this or or something i don't know but Damn. yeah there might be beef uh, there who knows dude i didn't realize that so many guys were still hurt like rj said that he had a big issue yeah. i didn't hear what he what had internal bleeding separate... okay so yeah for then him to be like it's a miracle i got second place I'm yeah like, for why i didn't know about that until much later and then cameron to still be pretty banged up from anaheim too uh they were the walking wounded for sure okay this is the race where we were supposed to see Carson Mumford debut on Pro Circuit, mm-hmm. but Pro Circuit posted that he's hurt. Do you do you have any idea? Yeah, so he um he tore his, <coughs> he tore his calf muscle, I think, or or Ugh. yeah, or he had something with his calf muscle. Uh, I seen him yesterday. He's walking around. He's he's fine. He's just um, it just sucks. He didn't even crash. Uh, he just um yeah, I guess he was just going through a rhythm section and just. Uh, Ouch. overextended his 
I, I, I don't know. I don't even know how it happened, but uh, yeah, he just pfft, ripped his calf muscle, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. Wow. And and Not good. there for a bit, he was actually going to race. Like he, like they said, he could race with it. But um, yeah, you told me last Monday that he was still gonna, he was yeah. gonna take the day off or a week off riding. Yeah. So I mean, now now he's got a little bit of a break. He should be able to get it get it better. Um, so we'll see. Hmm. It just sucks because like he hasn't raced yet. No. So he's gonna become he's gonna be coming into a season that's. People, well, you know, yeah, 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 well developed and everything, and he hasn't even raced yet. Uh, so that, I think that's going to be tough for him. Hopefully, he does good, but uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. He could come in like all fired up, like gangbusters, when everyone else is kind of. Like, eh. Yeah, I, guess, I, I mean, I guess too. You know, I mean, last year, whenever he came into the season, like right off the rip, he was ripping whole shots and all kinds of stuff. So hopefully, that's the Carson we see. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anything else from Oakland? Matt yeah. Moss, what happened to Matt Moss? He just like disappeared. He hurt his thumb. Yeah, he hurt, he hurt his thumb. His, yeah. So he did a lap of the main event and then pulled off, but it doesn't even say that he, he hurt his thumb one lap. in the main event or prior to that? Prior to the main event. What? Was it prior? I thought it was in the main event. Maybe it was. I don't know. I, I, I he was... blacked out listening to How Was Your Weekend when he was recording because Myron came over and hit me <laughs> on the stomach. And then as I, as I stopped the interview, like if you watch How Was Your Weekend, I'm not talking shit, but as you watch, how was your weekend? When I'm interviewing Matt Moss, you can see Michael Lindsay coming up in the background, like right after Myron, like mm. gives him bunny ears and then taps me on the stomach. And then I go to end the interview and then Lindsay's going to get him. And then Myron goes, no, we don't like Michael Lindsay. We're not doing the interview. And I was just like, I'm out. I gotta go. <laughs> there was a lot going on. So I wasn't I like really it. paying a lot of attention at that time. I was just like, I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. You know, Jet doing that quad after the finish line, and did you did you say Volan did it too? Volan did it first, and then Jet did it and like cased it in the heat. Yeah. Okay. Jet was doing it and practiced, and it was insane because oh, okay. the transition from the finish line to that first one was just straight ruts, uh, like burly ruts. Yeah. And then that rhythm lane before the finish, Jet uncorked the quad that Eli like mm-hmm. was having a fit with for the most part of the day. So like it's unbelievable to watch jet ride right now Yeah, because he literally is not even trying. I mean, you the lap times like, you can, you can hear the bike. Dude, you can hear the bike and the bike is not revved out like any other yeah. 250 is. It's just cruising. Um, that kid is, I know we keep saying it, but it every weekend is just like another example of like, wow, he is really, really, really good. Yeah. And to hear that, like, again, to hear the crowd reaction, uh, there was another chick just losing his mind or her mind every lap that he came by. That you could hear this woman screaming from ten rows up and over all the motorcycles. Like that's how much they're into that. Did she have her top on? Yeah, yeah lots of topless, um, interesting-looking ladies of stature in the pits that I saw pictures of this weekend. Dude, how about the that picture? Was Mardi Gras weekend. How about the picture of uh, Plessinger signing the? Oh, dude, it was the best. I reposted it. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a good one, but uh, yeah, man, he's he's good. Like, and and props to Honda too, um, with the bike, you know, because you hear uh, a couple years ago they were they were having struggles with power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's kind of like I think isn't that why Sexton moved up kind of early because you know he was more of a bigger guy. I don't know, maybe. Mm. But yeah, I mean, props on them. Like, it seems like they have that bike figured out engine wise. Mm-hmm. Um. And everything like it's weird because like you see Chase having his issues with the 450, uh, the 250 frame. I would I would say is pretty close or about about the same as the 450. But you don't see. I mean, granted, there is like a weight difference, right, with the the like a smaller engine, but you don't see Jet having the same issues as Sexton. No, on the 250. I but, think also it might be his weight, but also the. Uh, RPM has been ridden in, maybe yeah. the torque being put mm-hmm. on the chassis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Riding style. Yeah, riding style. Everything. Yeah, it's quite a bit, but they're, they're a bit similar, I would say, in in riding style. They are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Jet's bike looks like it's working very well, and it looks like the engine. Like, I mean, he, dude, he's been on it with the starts, everything. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
I liked Eli's kit. I actually really liked Eli's kit. Oh, and we I, agreed. Ding ding. I really liked Anderson's kit too. When I both saw when I saw both of those kits in qualifying, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And I went on Alpine Stars, and I was like, oh, they do make that. Oh, those were production. Yeah, I liked yeah. Colt Nichols' kit. Shocker. Yep. <laughs> was, was he wearing mayhem this weekend? Uh, it was the shiny stuff. Red? No, I thought he was just wearing. Yeah, I don't know what he was wearing. It was red and black stuff, but yeah, that's mayhem, I think. I then, think, yeah, yeah the yeah. shiny one. Yeah. So, uh, mini major, huge turnout. Glenn Helen, obviously, we talked about that before. Uh, who stood out to you as fast kids? I th- so it's it's interesting because fast or rewind four or five years ago, you had all these manufacturers who had kids locked in with deals, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, you're. You're the next thing, right? You're gonna be your factory, factory, quote unquote, supported. Anton, I can hear you typing. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's just not that common anymore, right? Like, yeah, there's Team Green kids, yeah, there's Orange Brigade kids. Yamaha's got a couple kids through that that amateur team, but not a lot. And so, I think the biggest name was probably Gordon because he's he's Team Green kid, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he, uh, I mean, he got it done. He he rode really good. Um, but I don't know the kid's name, but our, our regular to the Swap Motor Lives uh, race series kept him honest for mm-hmm. for a lot of the motos. Uh, he an- actually ended up going down pretty bad yesterday at the end of the race, but but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Gordon. I think yeah. he was the top name there. You know, it's funny because at our race series, we get to watch the kids, Yeah, and you see them get better and better and better, and like, you know who's really impressed me is Zing's kid. Yeah. Aiden Zing, he's really fast now. Yeah. But uh, the, the, I still can't get the mind out of my mind when I almost got run over by electric 50s. But <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of vendors, a lot of... Uh, I didn't see any parents losing it. Like I think I, I saw start. a kid a kid lose it yesterday, which is pretty awesome to see. Because <laughs> really? it had to have been like the four to six fifty group. Like it was a young kid. Like temper tantrum? Like came off the track, jumped onto the side of the bike and was screaming, You little and started chasing after another kid in his class in front of him. And the dad grabbed him and held him back. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh jeez. But yeah, I didn't see any any fights in the parents or anything. Yeah. So uh gel blaster was the uh a big sponsor of the mini major. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand those things. I got hit by them. Yeah. Hundreds of times over the weekend walking past the booth. Yeah. What happens when those, they just disintegrate, dude. I, I, I picked, I don't know. I was stepping on them yesterday and just watching them just go. Yeah. They just go away. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to uh, editing the vlog where we had Dahmer. We had Dahmer like put goggles on and stand in the middle of the gel blaster. Uh, like arena yeah and all the kids are just shooting <laughs> and i was like this one little kid had, oh i actually went to all of them i was like hey when you shoot the guy shoot him in the dick and the little kids are all, what what did you say and then later on i was like hey where are you gonna shoot the guy and the kids all in the ball sack man <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Can, yeah it seems like Dahmer and kenny bell had a good good uh good sunday yeah, yeah. like they were having fun they did up on the podium yeah oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Kenny Taco Bell was our podium interviewer and announcer. Yeah. He's got some pipes, man. Yeah, he yeah. did good. Yeah, he's, yeah. There's n- there's no one like Kenny Bell. Like, honestly, like, it's weird because, like, you know how like, they have, I, I don't know if they would trust him with the mic, like, in Supercross, you know, like, right. like a lurch, you right. know, but yeah. I feel like he'd be pretty good. He would be good at yeah, that. Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with him yesterday because he went to Oakland and did the whole freestyle monster stuff. Right? Oh, dude, he's on it. So he's I was expecting kind of like, uh, no, he's on it. The morning after? Kenny morning after talking? Sunday, Kenny, but no, he was on it all day. Yeah, no, he yeah. was like, um, well, he flew out like straight after the race. He said, he said he flew out like after heats or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Work was done. He's like, boom, I'm out of here. <laughs> awesome. On to the next gig. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So this weekend is Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. And you're going. I'm going. I am going. You need me to take your GoPro? 
Yeah, sure. You want me to vlog? Let's do I that. Can do that. Yeah. Big ass television there. Yeah. I um, I probably won't. I'm not good at editing, but I I, I can video. Yeah. Just give me the camera on Monday. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll do that. But um, anyhow, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, oh, hey. Oh. Uh, guys are broke as femur. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, that's pretty shitty. That's a terrible that start. Because, yeah, yes, yeah, right. yeah. 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 Italian preseason race. Yeah. I just um, showed Chase the video before the podcast. Now it was, it was, it was early. Bad crash. Yes. Yeah. Very bad crash. I mean, are any of his crashes ever just tip overs? <laughs> Dude, no crashes <laughs> in cr- Europe are, gnar- are not gnarly. They're all. Fucking yeah. That's true. They are crazy. Yeah. The high speed stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. and then, uh, uh never mind. I mean, there's uh, chances we'll see a new a new KTM rider, KTM rider in uh, for futures. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For futures. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Hey, wait. So since you're hurt, we didn't get to do the whole normal like Alex Ray programming thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this downtime, are you doing anything with your bike? Like uh, uh, just prepping it, getting it ready. Uh, so what I need to do, I need to take some of my suspension uh, back to your brother at Enzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get some outdoor stuff put on it, so I can do like a couple days of outdoors before before maybe getting back on the Supercross track full swing. Mm-hmm. Um, doing stuff like that, prepping it, putting some new uh, Pro Taper products on my bike. Uh, yeah, just I, I'm um, I'm also trying to find some. Uh, clutch absorbers that go like behind the clutch basket mm-hmm. um because those are those are going bad uh on my on my well like i just have a lot of time on my clutch so uh-huh. i got to replace those race bike practice bike practice bike okay. yeah mm-hmm. so i ordered some of those um just waiting on that and just honestly just getting all my ducks back in a row i'll have a couple weeks here to to do that and then and then it's back back to riding hopefully everything goes good so uh the hints and clutch that you have on your bike. Mm-hmm. Have you been racing with the nine plate? Yeah. Okay. So does it work better? How, how what's the difference? I, I think it works a little bit better. Um, it, it's more grabby. It lasts longer. Um, you know, it just, it feels, uh, I, I get more life out of it and it's more like exciting, I guess is like the, the word for it. Like, um, cause when we were testing it, like the beginning stages, uh, the, the first clutch I got, it seemed um like a little dull like i mean it had like good it had good feel everything was good but but after a good bit of time it it felt a bit dull but mm-hmm. with this with this um what we've been testing like i feel like i have it the bike has more excitement now with uh with the nine plate is it right off bottom like yeah. low like like a recluse does i i don't i don't know what recluse does but um have you, about, like, have you heard of that packs. brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand, yeah. <laughs> no, because like uh, I, I loaned RYZ four fifty F to Ron again, mm-hmm. and it came back, and I'm assuming has a nine plate in it now because that's what he's working on with you. Yeah, maybe. Um, but dude, they dialed it. Dude, his he, bike's fuck. Sorry, excuse, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Is it fast? It's dialed. So like yeah, he got I mean, yeah. You don't have a clutch basket yet, right? You just have the inner hub and pressure. I plate. believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what. So wait, he's making a basket now, even though it's steel. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I don't think they're making a steel basket. They're just making the inner hub. Okay. All right. But but the last time Ron had it, he's all, "Hey, you know, we share the building with Technical Touch." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I'm thinking of clamps, right?" And he goes, "Oh, we're gonna put some stuff on it." So I was sick, and he brings it back, and I was so preoccupied with work, I like. Thanks. And I stuck in the garage. <laughs> Chase comes over. He's all, dude. It has clamps. It has Moto Master calipers. All chromed out. Ooh. Yeah. Like buffed out. Shiny. Mm-hmm. It has Moto Master rotors. And I have. Big old blingy sprocket. What's the sprocket? I think it's Moto Master. Moto Master sprocket. Yeah. It looks like it looks like DMX's necklace or something. It's like all dude. black. That is one thing I need. I, need, I do need a brake sponsor. Moto yeah, Master. Moto Master. We'll call them. Moto Master. Maybe we take That's the cool. parts off my bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you ever see what clamps they put on? Like if they were 20s or I, 22s? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to call them and ask them. Okay. Today. All right. Because I have to call and get stock parts back too because we have to give our bikes back to Yamaha. Mm. Bone stock. Yeah. Right? But uh, I think the only thing my bike needs now is W wheels. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know. You should do, do you, blue and blue. blue I think ramp, Blue hub, blue rim. Yeah. 
All blue? Yeah, that'd yeah. be sick. I got to take some parts this week uh, to Dallas for my race bike because uh, I I, I, talk, I did a number on it. Oh, oh yeah. I broke right. the throttle cable and I bent the subframe. Oof. Are you getting a new subframe? I have one, yeah. But uh, it's just I'm going to try and get the old one and get it bent back. Cause yeah, I don't think we talked about the front fender in the podcast. It was just kind of like a thing in my vlog with your mechanic. Yeah. Okay, so... Mathis post the video of your bike <laughs> with the, the, the zip tie sta- stitches yeah. on yeah. the front fender. But Mike actually broke the front fender, helping you set your whole shot device, pushing on the front fender. Yeah. <laughs> was it really cold or anything? I don't think it was. No, I just think that, like, I don't know, my stuff is a little worn out. Because, I mean, we, we, don't have, uh, we don't have plastic for the bikes yet. So, um, hell, who knows? I might have crash or something and it was already a week right there in that in that spot but uh we do any yeah, fender no, slaps in the air maybe yeah maybe too many fender slaps yeah <laughs> kiss Jeez. of death huh yeah all right um well on that note uh i'm gonna call john anderson and ask for a set of wheels awesome. nice Heck but yeah. if you are ordering w wheels mention swap moto live for a sweet discount and uh thanks for listening to this week's podcast and we'll talk to you next week since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.